Hello, and welcome to season three of the Mo Money podcast. Hello, hello. This is your host, Jessica Morehouse, and I'm so excited to be kicking off this new season, the third season of the Mo Money podcast with you. And a lot has happened. I, uh, If you've been a longtime listener, I took a break in the summer. I ended season two of the Mo Money podcast uh, the first week of June because I, I definitely needed a little bit of a break. I did 52 episodes in one year. So that's one podcast episode every week for an entire year. And I got a little burnt out and I needed a little bit of a break. And also I needed uh, a few months just to start interviewing guests for this season. And it's a fabulous season if I do say so myself. So I'm very excited to talk more about that later in the show of some of the upcoming guests I've got. But before I talk to that, I, I want to share some really special news with you. A lot has happened in the past couple months, things that I didn't expect. And uh, I almost feel like I'm, I'm very excited to share this news, but I almost feel like a little bit of a hypocrite because for the past couple of years, well, I guess more like the past year specifically, I've been kind of harping on about the benefits of renting and how I just don't see myself as a homeowner anytime soon. It's crazy expensive in Toronto and even more expensive in Vancouver, where I'm originally from. So, you know, me and my husband, we actually did start to uh, look for a house originally, um, I guess it was two years ago. We we're trying to find a house in Toronto. And it kind of came to nothing. We searched for about two months and yeah, we realized, yeah, we're, we cannot afford to buy a house in the city and we, we kind of thought we could. <laughs> so after two months of looking and just kind of that taking over our lives, we're like, no, this isn't for us. We're going to rent for the foreseeable future. And I just thought that was it. We we're going to rent for a little while longer. And well, that kind of came to an end <laughs> about a month ago, it was, I guess, you know, in July, we started really talking about looking again, not so much for a house, a detached house or a semi-detached house anymore, but more in the condo townhouse, uh, you know, kind of situation. And so we started kind of, again, playing around with numbers, um, writing down kind of our wants and needs. And we found a realtor and we just thought, you know what, there's no harm in just looking and seeing what's out there, seeing what the prices are and finding out, you know, is the market as crazy as houses? Because houses, I mean, you know, it's listed for one price and it's sold for way more. I mean, we, you know, back, you know, when we were looking for a house, we actually bid on this one house and it was originally listed for, and I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I want to say it was like five 19 or something in the low 500s and it ended up selling for 625,000 so well over $100,000 over and at that point we're like all right we're not gonna play this game this is crazy and so we were you know a, a bit hesitant to you know start looking again but once we did start looking and and seeing that there actually were options in the city and in kind of our preferred neighborhoods and they weren't actually going for that much more over or sometimes they would just go for the actual asking price which is crazy we're like all right let's just give this a go and so 
We looked at a couple uh, places, just like open houses, and because uh, our realtor was actually, I mean, it was summertime, so we had some vacation, and he's like, just look at some open houses, kind of get a feel for what neighborhoods you like, what kind of, you know, if you're like a condo or townhouse or whatever, and then uh, when I get back, then we'll start looking. And so we did, <laughs> and, you know, we kind of realized fairly quickly, we really like the neighborhood that we're in currently. We're kind of the West End of Toronto because that's just, you know, where we've made our home for the past three years. And so the first day that our realtor was back and we were going to uh, go see a couple places, I think it was the third place. And we were really hoping to get a townhouse just because we really, I mean, dream like if we can't have a house, could we at least have a townhouse? We want stairs and two levels and just kind of, you know that, uh, you know, feel for a house, even though it's still, you know, connected to a bunch of different units. And uh, yeah, it was the third place that we checked out and immediately we're like, oh my God, (laughs) I would love to live here. Like it immediately felt like we could make a home here. It's in our neighborhood, you know, a little bit um, further west, but still pretty close, pretty familiar territory for us. And because it is still kind of a crazy market here, you know, we said, okay, we want to put in an offer. And so that day, because we knew like if you find a place and you like it and it has kind of all the things on your list, or at least most of the things, you put in an offer right away. And so we did. And of course, before we went looking, we uh, got a mortgage pre-approval because that's always the smart thing to do, especially in a very hot market. And yeah, and then we kind of just <laughs> waited and we're, you know, fingers crossed and just like, okay, let's maybe not think about it. We don't want to jinx it. And so the next day we got some news from a realtor saying there's another um, interested uh, party. And so we're like, oh, okay, well, this isn't going to happen. Like if there's going to be a bidding war, we're just, this, this isn't a good sign. And so... But still, you know, they're like, okay, do you want to up your offer a little bit? And we upped it a tiny, tiny bit. And we got rid of all all of our contingencies. So anything like, you know, we need to see kind of all the documents. We kind of need to see, you know, get a home inspection and all that kind of stuff, which again, isn't recommended, but it's a crazy market. And we just kind of did what we felt we needed to do to secure this place that we just had a very good feeling about. And so we did that and we, you know, a little while later, uh, like the next day, we got a call from a realtor saying, you got it. And we kind of freaked out. We were, I think I was cleaning some, doing some dishes and my husband was doing some work on his computer. And when he was on his cell phone with the news of realtor, I'm like, we didn't, like, I just mouthed, you know, silently. I'm like, we didn't get it, did we? And then his expression was kind of somber. And then he kind of perked up. I'm like, or did we? And then he hung up with a realtor. He's like, no, we, we got it. We just bought a place. And we're like, what? Because honestly, like, we didn't really expect it to get it our luck has been so crappy when you know house hunting we i didn't think it would happen that quickly but it happened very quickly and not only that the closing date was in 30 days so we were going to get a house or a townhouse in 30 days and so that's why i am actually recording this uh first episode of the money podcast in our new place we are in it we are homeowners we have more than one bedroom, which is crazy because we've been living in a one bedroom apartment for over three years. And I mean, I'm I'm downstairs. My husband is upstairs doing, you know, some work. Um, and this is kind of the craziest thing. So I'm very excited to share this news that I've been holding tight secretly um, for, I guess, a couple months now or 
wait, no, it's September. So yeah, no, I guess a couple of months. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited to, you know, chat about this. I'm absolutely going to be writing about this a little bit more because, man, there's a lot of things that I did not know getting into this, not even just the home buying process, but once you do buy a place, all the things that, you know, kind of go wrong or that you need to fix or that you need to replace and all the costs associated with this and all the budgeting and receipt, you know, keeping and yeah, there's going to be a a lot of stuff I'm going to be learning and then uh, sharing with you guys, which I'm very excited about. I also want to share this kind of new thing that I want new to me, not new to you. I'm just kind of getting with the program. I absolutely love doing this podcast. And so one of the things that I want to do more of is, um, well, there's two things. So number one, I want to do some more video. I have a background in video. I have a film degree, for goodness sake, so I should really be doing some stuff on YouTube. And I feel like, at least for me, when I am kind of searching for um, resources that are specific to personal finance on YouTube, there's not a lot of stuff out there. There is some stuff, and some of it's really good, but I feel like there's definitely maybe a little place for me. I think I can kind of do some cool stuff. So I'm excited to kind of share some videos on the regular on YouTube. So you can um, find me on YouTube, Jessica Morehouse. I think it's just youtube.com slash Jessica Morehouse one. So um, make sure to subscribe to my channel and uh, get ready for some awesome, awesome stuff there. All right. So the second thing, so I obviously do um, my, I'm going to continue for this, you know, season three of the podcast, do my regular Wednesday podcast episodes, but I'm going to do something extra and I'm very excited. I've been telling everyone I'm very, very excited for this new thing. So on Thursdays, and there's only a few episodes I've gotten can, I think I've got about five, but for the next few weeks, including tomorrow, I am going to be sharing these, uh, I'm kind of calling it the listener series. So I've been getting a lot of emails from you listeners um, with your kind of personal finance journey story or your debt story. And I did a blog post featuring four of those listeners um, a couple months ago, which I'll include a link in the show notes if you haven't read it already. And I reached out to those people again and be like, would you be interested in being on my podcast? I think that'd be actually really cool to chat and to hear your voice and to hear your story you know, um, in that kind of way. And they all said, yes. I'm like, this is awesome. And so for the next couple of weeks, um, I'm going to be sharing those interviews with you. And I think this is kind of cool because it's going to be a bit different than interviewing, you know, other personal finance experts or authors or bloggers. These are real people dealing with real things, um, either debt or whatever. And they're really awesome. Like every time I talk to them, like you guys are awesome. Cause you, you know, we're in a situation where maybe it was student debt or you bought a place and you know, there's all these troubles and you, it was kind of a, a money pit and you, you know, were so self-motivated and you took the initiative to fix your issue and your, you know, thank you so much to, um, everyone who, has, you know, let me kind of be part of that and talk to you about your story. So I'm very excited about that. And of course, I definitely want to kind of continue that series. I would love for that to be a regular Thursday episode. So I'd love to have two episodes per week. So 
If this sounds like you, if you want to be featured on my podcast for my special listener series, you have a story to share, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could just be, you know, you know, definitely check out that blog post that I wrote and kind of get a feel for the questions that I'll be asking you. But it could just be that you, you know, went to school for a philosophy degree and then graduated and had a bunch of debt and realized you couldn't get a job, and then you kind of had to go back to school and. Now now you're kind of digging your way through debt, but you're doing this and this and this, and and you have some things that you would like people to know, uh, you know. So if they're in a similar situation, you know, they can get out of it too. It's all about kind of um, opening communication about these things because guess what? We all freaking deal with money. We all deal with debt. We all deal with all of these issues. We need to talk about them more, and we need to share our stories so other people can learn. That's honestly how. I got into personal finances. I started, you know, talking about um, money with people and finding out their situations. And that's how I learned. And that's how you learn to make better choices, better decisions, and, you know, add a little money life balance to your life, which is my motto. So if you have a story that you would like to share, please, please, please uh, feel free to email me. It's as simple as jessica at jessicamorehouse.com. And of course, Morehouse is spelled M-O-O-R-H-O-U-S-E. Okay, so besides the whole house thing, which I'm, I'm super excited to share more, we literally just moved in a couple weeks ago. And for one of those weeks, we were actually, my husband and I were in Vancouver to visit family and to go to a friend's wedding. And so we've really kind of just got here. It is, I'm looking around. It's disgusting. It is an absolute disaster. We've been at Home Depot and Lowe's and every kind of home store you can think of pretty much every day. Basically, I finish work and then we hop in the car and we go to grab whatever we need. And there's a bunch of things that, of course, we get the place and... We're like, well, we have to replace that. Like, we have to replace our uh, washer dryer because the dryer doesn't really function. It just takes forever to dry. And it makes sense because it's original to uh, the townhouse. And the townhouse is about 12 years old. And actually, all of the appliances are original to the house. So I'm expecting a lot more things to replace and a lot more things to save up to replace and add to the budget. Very exciting. We're also getting a new stove because... Unfortunately, I guess the stove that they had originally with the house didn't work, and so they replaced it. But of course, they replaced it with the ugliest, cheapest one they could find. You know what? Would have been nice if you just freaking gave us the cash or a Home Depot gift card, but whatever. It is what it is. And so I'm like, no, no, we are not going to have that ugly freaking stove for the next whatever, six years or however long it's going to last. It was identical to basically the stove that we have in our rental and it's ugly. And I'm like, no, it's not, it's not going to happen. And so my husband's like, oh yeah, okay, well, we're not just going to buy a new one. Try to sell this. And if you can sell this, then we'll look for a new one. I'm like, fine. And guess what? I showed him, I sold it in two days. Ba-bam. So, but that being said, we sold it and it was taken away. And then we had to be like, oh crap, we have to go buy a new stove. And, it, and you can't just like go to a store and get a stove. It takes a while to get. So we are stoveless for about another week. And we've been, yeah, trying to make, find creative ways to live without an oven or a stove. So, you know, microwaving things, eating raw things, a lot of takeout, unfortunately, and I hate it. Um, so yeah, lots of fun things to share, but beyond the whole house thing, which is kind of the big news, I've got a lot of other kind of things going on that I've been kind of working on 
throughout the summer that I've been so excited to share in this episode with you. Um, I guess the kind of the first one is I know I've, I've talked a little bit about me having dreams of doing some money coaching on the side. Um, this is something I'm very passionate about. I love talking about personal finance, but I also want to educate people about it and I want to really help people. I feel like this is something that is is in my heart and I just feel like, you know, this is something that I feel like I have a bit of a calling to do. And, you know, I felt like this for a while, but I don't really want to just start offering money coaching lessons. I feel like I probably could, but me being a, a perfectionist, I want to make sure that I don't just be like, okay, I'm open for business. Anyone want to have a money coach? I want to make sure that I have the best program available, that I have all of the tools that you, you know, as a potential client, um, can, you know, really uh, benefit from. And so I have actually uh, registered for this uh, accredited financial counselor program. So I just received all of my courseware. It's quite intense. And so I'll be uh, chipping away at that throughout the year. My goal is to uh, complete the program, gosh, by next summer. That's pretty, it's a pretty lofty goal considering I uh, registered for this one course through the Canadian Securities Institute um, last August and it took me until this August to complete. It was one course. It actually took me a weekend to complete. I clearly need some, uh, uh, I'm just a bad procrastinator with those types of things. But also the uh, you know big benefit of this, not only will it help me you know really learn everything I need to know so I can become a financial counselor um, in the future, but I will also be learning so much that I will, of course, want to share with you immediately. And it also kind of helps me study if I you know kind of write some blog posts that sum up lots of the lessons I learned. So get ready for some awesome blog posts coming at you all about personal finance. Uh, gotcha. Um, another cool thing that I'm doing uh, soon, in a couple of weeks actually, um, that I'm very excited to uh, share with you guys. And you, you may already know if you you know are a regular reader of my blog or you're on my email list. And make sure if you're not on my email list, you'll definitely want to uh, subscribe. Just go to jessicamoros.com slash subscribe to get on there. But it is this uh, event that I'm doing. I'm organizing it. It's and I founded it. I'm doing kind of everything. It's man, it's a lot of work. Um, and it is called the Millennial Money Meetup, and it is taking place uh, here in Toronto. And uh, unfortunately, I can't really promote to be like, hey, you should come because it's already sold out. I'm sorry. Um, and I guess next time I'll just have to have it at a bigger venue. But you know, I had like 130 spots, and they're all spoken for and it happened pretty quickly. So that's that's kind of a good sign. And the whole point of this um, event is to get millennials um, talking about money, learning about money in a kind of a fun, cool way. And so, you know, the first kind of part is going to be a little bit of a mix and mingle. Let's get to know each other. Hey, what's going on? Let's chat about money. And then kind of the main event is a kind of round table uh, with me and uh, some of the personal finance experts in Toronto. So, that, so that's going to include um, Barry Choi from the blog Money We Have, uh, Michelle Summerfield from Budget Blog S, and Daniel Teo from Urban Departures. And so 
we are going to be uh, chatting about the most important things that millennials need to know about money from our different perspectives or different uh, kind of backgrounds and expertises. So I'm very excited to do that. And of course, I know, you know, it's sold out or maybe you don't live in Toronto. Don't worry, I've got it covered. Not only am I going to be recording it for a special uh, episode of the Mo Money podcast, I'm also going to do something that I, I hope works. I hope, you know, the technical gods, you know, are, you know, looking down on me on that day, but I'm going to try to live stream it. I even bought this really cool, fancy camera called Mevo that uh, is like this cool 4K video camera um, that lets you do different shots and whatever and blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter. I got this cool camera, so I can live stream it to Facebook. So if you're, you know, you can't be there, you're not registered, you can sort of feel like you are there and watch it live. So that'll be cool. Also super terrifying because I am an introvert. I am, I haven't done public speaking for quite a while now. Um, I've definitely gotten better having this podcast. It's thank, you know, honestly, if there's one thing I, I, you know, can take away from this podcast, it like, no one listened to it. At least I've gotten better at talking to people and, and uh, public speaking. But this will, you know, definitely help me um, kind of hone that craft. I'm very excited about that. And, and that actually reminds me of another uh, thing coming up that maybe I'll try to live stream as well. There's I'm going to FinCon, which is the big uh, personal finance conference uh, in the United States. And it's in San Diego this year. And it happens at the end of uh, September. And it's a really great conference. Uh, I'm very excited to be able to meet some of the guests I've had, um, you know, this year and last year on the uh, from the podcast. And so, but there's a thing called Ignite, and it's it's one evening at the conference where it's kind of like a you know mix mingle party thing. But there's a, a portion where um, a few speakers uh, have like a short amount of time to talk about a topic, either about kind of blogging or business or personal finance. And I was a bit crazy one night and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to try to see if I can um, get a spot as a speaker. And there's a whole voting process and I actually surprisingly got in. And so I'm going to be doing a couple, you know, public speaking things and I'm uh, excited um, to, yeah, kind of just get better at that. Maybe one day I'll be, you know, up on that stage doing a TED Talk. That's the dream. One can dream, right? Um, so lots of uh, crazy, cool, big, scary things happening with me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I'm back and I kind of miss doing this and missed you guys. Um, I definitely looked at my, you know podcast stats all summer and it's it's cool to see even though i haven't released a new episode since the beginning of june i've actually been been consistently still getting quite a few downloads so that kind of indicates to me either all of y'all are just re-listening to episodes which i highly doubt or i'm i'm growing my audience and new people are discovering me and uh that makes me really happy because this isn't for me this is for you i want to be able to have a show that um, is all about just teaching and sharing and communicating and, and creating a community at the end of the day. I want us all to feel like um, we're in this together. No one should feel like they're going through a financial hardship alone. And this is hopefully this will kind of uh, help some people. I know, you know, the people that I have interviewed for my listener series, some of them, you know, and honestly, like, it's still kind of crazy to me. They're like, you know, you really helped me uh, from this podcast. And so that really, 
uh, that just warms my heart. Like that was the freaking coolest thing. Um, and another way that um, I'm kind of, uh, you know, hoping to create a community is um, I've had this Facebook group called, uh, called the Money Life Balance Facebook group for um, a number of months now. And if uh, you want to be able to communicate with other kind of like-minded people, people that listen to my podcast or the blog, people that are just interested in personal finance and want to be able to talk to other people about it in a kind of safe space, this is a, a closed group. So you have to be approved by me to get in. So I don't just, you know, not anyone could go in there and I monitor it. So there's no, you know, kind of uh, crazy, you know, cyber bullies or whatever. It's a very safe space. If you are interested, make sure to check it out. I think it's just facebook.com slash money life balance. Maybe there's a group in there and a slash. I don't know. But just uh, Google it or it's on my website. There's definitely like a little um, badge I put on my website. Would love to see you in there. I think there's close to 400 people in there right now, which is kind of cool. And basically what it is, is every Monday, I uh, pick a new personal finance topic. And it could be just like, hey, guys, what do you think about this? And we just have a little conversation. So I would really hope that you uh, join and we can uh, chat. And of course, you know, if you just want to say hello, feel free to tweet me or send me an email, jessica at jessicamoros.com. Absolutely love getting emails from listeners. It is pretty cool to me. Like it never gets old. So, and of course, if you, you know, don't want to do that, but you want to still say hello in your own way, guess what you can do? You can leave me a review on iTunes, which brings me to, I haven't done this in a while because I've kind of been, uh, you know, MIA for a little bit. I always, for people that do uh, leave me a review, I give them a shout out on an episode. So I've gotten a few reviews over the past few months that I, uh, I want to share with you guys. And then I will kind of wrap this up. All right. So the first one is from Random Couture, and it's from March 8th, so I don't know if I've already given this person a shout-out, but if I'm doing it twice, girl or guy, you get a second shout-out because your uh, review is awesome. So uh, they say, Jessica's interview skills are excellent. She has a great and engaging conversations uh, with interesting guests, and I'm so happy to have found this Canadian-based personal finance podcast. Keep it up. Well, thank you. Uh, second, I got from FranCont89. Um, they say, great job, Jessica. This is a great podcast. Keep up the good work. I'm looking forward to your new episodes. All your guests are superb. I certainly think so too, but you know, I do choose them. Um, and another one I've got from Gunneration 2. After a year of listening, I figured I should finally give Jessica and the My Money Podcast the glowing review it deserves. The topics are relevant and the hosting guests are educational and entertaining. Definitely must listen for fans of personal finance or anyone interested in getting into it. Well, freaking thank you. That is awesome. And I really appreciate your kind review. All right. And one more. This is from M3. I've listened to several podcasts on finance, and after listening to about six episodes, I've come to depend on Mo Money. I am of an older generation than Jessica, but her words and guests help me keep going on my goals. Also, she doesn't cut anyone down. She's honest and trustworthy. She speaks on what she knows and brings in people who are wise to comment on what she doesn't. It's fun and easy and immediately practical, yet still kind of chicken suit for the financial so well, moving you forward on your goals. 
Well, thank you so much. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I am aware I don't know everything. So if I want to share some knowledge on something I don't know about it, you better believe I'm going to bring some expert who knows what they are talking about. So thank you so much for everyone who has left me a review. Please, if you're listening right now, please give me a review. It not only um, warms my heart, but it actually does help me in kind of the iTunes podcast algorithm, Google, whatever for other people to find me. So the more kind of reviews I have, the more it'll be easier for other people to find my podcast. And maybe they're trying to find some advice on uh, personal finance or their situation and they need some help and I'd like to help them and I would like them to find me. So please don't be shy. Leave me a review. I'll give you a shout out and we'll love you forever. And uh, before I go, because I did kind of mention that I was going to share some of the guests that are coming up on my podcast that I'm super excited about. I have got next week and very excited to share this episode because it was I think the first episode that I recorded for season three um, with the fabulous Bruce Celery so you probably if you're Canadian you probably know who he already is you he's always on like kind of morning talk shows he is the uh, go-to money expert and he is the author of two fabulous books one called Moolala which I think is the cutest name and he is absolutely a delight he was awesome to talk to. Um, I've also got, and I was like a little fangirling over this one. I talked to the blogger behind askamanager.com. Does anyone, anyone know? If you're not a fan of this blog, you need to go to her website immediately because it is all about kind of, yeah, if you're asked, if you have a question for kind of an HR manager and you want to uh, know something about office stuff. So I was obsessed with this when I was job hunting. She gives a lot of great advice uh, about, you know, office politics, searching for a job, um, switching careers, all that kind of stuff. So that will be uh, coming up. I've got Mrs. Frugal Woods. Uh, we talk about minimalism. Um, oh man, do I ever have some great guests? I, I've got a, a bunch more. I'm not going to kind of spoil it. Also, I'm still kind of organizing the uh, schedule for everybody. But let's just say I've been very busy this summer. I think I've recorded about, I don't know, 20 episodes. I've been, yeah, I don't know if I've really taken a break this summer, to be honest, guys. I bought a house. I've been making an event. I I think I need a vacation. <laughs> and it's only the beginning of September. So this isn't good. Um, but in any case, I don't really care. I've got you guys and you guys kind of keep me motivated and excited to kind of take on the world and uh, you're the best. So give yourself a pat on the back for listening to the first episode of season three of the Moni podcast. The first episode of the season three of the Mo Money podcast. I am so excited to see you back here tomorrow because yeah, that's right. I've got a Thursday episode, the first of my listener series and you won't want to miss it. It's pretty special. And then of course, make sure to subscribe. And uh, I think that's it guys. I think I'm going to let you go. I, I'm a bit of a chatty Kathy. I'll be honest, but uh, you know, it is what it is. So uh, peace. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.